Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Courage is, is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. With this quote by, well, our dear friend Winston, um, we'd like to welcome you to the Drinking Politics podcast, the podcast where an activist and a consultant get together after work and talk about politics over a drink. Alex, do you, do you think the European movement is lacking a leader? Gosh, that's a, that's a nice easy question to start off our, our, our drinks. Um, is it a donut? Adonis is a leader. You know what? Because this is not not only because this is public, um, I I do praise Adonis for his leadership quality in the European movement. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very passionate. He's so driven, and he gets things done. Is he the leader that we are all looking for overall? Um, he could be. Can we do it with him alone? No way. He is um, just one of the the leaders that we need. Um, you know, we need uh, we need the likes of Dominic Grieve to bring in the the conservative pro-Europeans. We need a Lib Dem leader to bring in the Lib Dem voice because they're not going to follow a, a Labour or a, a conservative leader. Um, at the same time, I think we need more Labour leaders. Um, we need Green leaders. We need, but we also need leaders outside of that political world. We need people that people that. that inspire ordinary people yeah. and actually people like gary lineker right now they're doing very well but they're not they're not leaders they're just inspiring people yeah um i, I remember rashford I you mean yeah yeah you know rashford. rashford wasn't pro eu but he was inspiring people and leading them on a cause uh, we don't have any of those people yet um so while while adonis is the right man for the job in the um in the in the European movement, the official organization, in the wider pro-European movement, we're missing people, Alex. We are. We are missing a lot of people. I mean, well, you're, you're a bit more outside than me. What do you think? There's one interesting thing you said, or just, I don't know if you did that on purpose, but uh, or if you re- uh, realized what you said is, um, I think, I think with something like what the European movement likes to achieve, meaning rejoin, um, you really need to pull all the strings you have, right? So um, not only from the opposition parties, but also from the conservatives, not only from politics, but also from the society, you know? Um, so yeah, we probably a good strategy would be your tactic, or like somehow um, to, to win this um, is to have or find these leaders in all, uh, well, sections of our life, you know, like arts, um, music, politics, sport, yeah, all sport. of them. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah. Target them, like figures. Yeah. And there's someone, someone who is, of course, if they need some media training, you know, it's like we can't get any <laughs> nut jobs <laughs> if there are any. Uh, <laughs> there, are, there are plenty so. of them in our movement already. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, how about that? Isn't that something the European movement could do? Just find these 
uh, people. Yeah, no, I, I think it should. I mean, let's let's look back over the last. Well, actually, look at the Brexit wars, right? Twenty sixteen to twenty nine, the end of twenty nineteen. During that whole period, which um, was cutthroat, there weren't really big, clear leaders in the pro EU space. I mean, you didn't. Adonis wasn't that big then. I mean, you had Hugh Grant and, and those famous people and doing famous things, but there wasn't. They weren't leaders. They were just celebrity backers. Mm. And you know, Adonis has done a really good job of transforming himself into a movement leader now. But we need more of them. And and to be honest, we, we needed them in 2016 because the other side had Farage, they had Michael Gove, they had uh, for, uh, Johnson, they had. Uh, I mean, Cummings wasn't a leader, uh, but he sort of became one in later years. Mm. Um, uh, Kate Huey. Um, leading the, the Labour side of things. You had um, Anne Widdecombe. I don't know what she was doing, to be honest. I don't think she was leading anything. It, 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 yeah, yeah, we, we do need to find leaders. And it's not really replacing leaders. It really is finding them. We've not had them. So, who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you were going to say that. Uh, that, that. That calls for a bottle of wine, not just a glass. Uh, what do you? By the way, um, I'm drinking a lovely... Uh, wine that I found discounted by third so it tastes even better than what it should mm. do uh, wine that's been discounted tastes better no matter <laughs> the quality <laughs> so coming back to, to Churchill here I like to quote him it's like connecting this like like a strong leader that everybody sort of can agree to plus um, yeah this kind of movement a very strong movement that pulls all the strings sounds good in theory but like where where is like the, the, the most ideal most potential candidate for this right now who is in active politics I don't know how quickly Adonis can also play a role in within the Labour Party you know entirely no you're right you're absolutely right I mean Adonis's job right now has to be to get the European movement the action organization not the wider pro-European movement on track If we're talking about the wider pro-European movement now, I mean, there is so much to do. I mean, for the Conservatives, arguably you've got Dominic Grieve. Mm. You know, maybe there's someone better for the job, maybe there's not. Um, we'll see what happens then. But he's he's the favourite, obviously. I don't see anybody else mm. um, at the moment. Uh, I mean, the Lib Dems have some absolutely fantastic people who could lead. <laughs> But I'm not seeing any of them really be loud enough on Europe by themselves. Or, or if they're not, if they are loud, yeah. they're not getting the, the, the pickup. Um, they're not being the resonance from it. And, and, and in Labour, I mean, the, the Labour movement for Europe has always been a very insular thing. It has to be um, to win the support of the party. Um, yeah. But so I just don't know the people inside because um, I'm not inside any of the parties. You know, you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. Instead of. You know, there's a shadow cabinet, but how about a pro-European cabinet? <laughs> who would be there right now? Create a... Who would be the leaders, gosh? I mean, Adonis would have to be. Uh, but you've got all the... Oh, gosh. That's a difficult one. He's a lord, though, so he wouldn't really be a prime minister, would he? Um, <laughs> he'd be a minister. Um, but the idea... What, what, what kind of position would you take? In the government? Not me personally. Yeah. No. If, if anyone who's in politics ever tells you the answer other than what I'm giving you, don't believe them. 
Prime Minister. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody wants to be prime minister. And a lot of people settle for something else, but deep down John Burko he's always said he loved being speaker yeah. and he always wanted to be speaker yeah but if he had the shot at being prime minister I'm sure he would have done it <laughs> and I know he doesn't like the whole tribalism but mm. um, obviously and, uh, you know who, who would fight tribalism gosh <laughs> everybody wants to be prime minister come on Alex surely like if you had the opportunity and the right support and team behind you of course we're not talking about doing it tomorrow without the training mm. you would totally take the job wouldn't you yeah sure it's a nice location <laughs> nice house it's know. prime location um, you, you will struggle to get in and out of it oh, but, God, but that would be awful I would be awful at these kind of PMQs or so like I think I would just say like yeah, you know, this is the way I do it, so <laughs> I, I, would, I would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. You're you're not so bad on stage after a bit of training. <laughs> after the training, Grant. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I need some more training. Oh, I do. You know where my office is. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to make really you my... You're, you're like expert your, your yeah, yeah, like, like, like my uh, sort of um, yeah it's the same like like at the moment it's just making yeah. sure the machine is running so <laughs> you're, you're Alistair Campbell you're Dominic Cummings that's <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah Dominic Cummings like what's what's your blog how's your blog doing by the way do I have Did, a blog you never had a blog I've never had a blog why not um my writing is I don't know yeah I've never had a blog Mm. do leaders need a blog maybe they do maybe that's the thing do. I don't know it's like, you know it's like the, 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 the classic blog is the one that no one reads but everybody knows yeah I've, I've never read Cummings <laughs> but I know you can't anymore it's behind it. a paywall now ah yeah sure the paywall do you have a paywall <laughs> no. um, I not this podcast the podcast stays free so but now and, until we find a way to privatize it and make tons of money oh wait is this mm. private <sighs> The lineage cool. has straight feeler. Um, All right, cool. So there's, there's, so basically you're saying there's potentially nobody who is the most potential one that is in active politics, so like in a shadow cabinet or... I cabinet. wouldn't like to pick anyone at this stage. Yeah. I, there's no one shining through. I mean, yeah. I, it's I not even... I, is there any... There's no young people either, is there? Mm. Um, I mean, you know they're young, active people, but they're not loud publicly. Yeah, they, uh, well, Femi, 
No, he's not. Well, he's, 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 he doesn't really do it anymore. He just moans about. Where did I read this? Uh, like somehow, um, I think there was a German, German article about uh, Brexit. Basically, what, what they said is um, the same lines. I mean, this is the observation from Germany, so I don't know. <laughs> but the same lines we had with uh, Brexit and Remain are sort of still there with uh, yeah, pro or against any measures of, of uh, COVID or against COVID, yeah. like these kind of lockdowns. Like, it's, it's, is that coincidence? What do we I know from that? that? I think it's bollocks, quite frankly. I, I, I wasn't sure that was, it was a bold statement, I thought. Yeah, no. There was a, right at the beginning of the pandemic in the UK, there was a lot of righteous Remainers going, oh yeah, look at those, the, those mask people are all Brexiters. And it was completely rubbish. Completely. There isn't, I, there, there really isn't a, much of a correlation. I mean, there may be a correlation. If it is, it's coincidental. Um, I know people on both sides of the argument, on all sides, and, and numerous, and I would say it's very mixed. Um, obviously, the vast majority of people are pro-vaccine, but I mean, yeah, mm. people's agreement levels of lockdown. You know, I know raving Brexiters who are crazy pro-lockdown. <laughs> That's quite funny. Uh, and yeah, I also know crazy Remainers who are very yeah. skeptical of lockdowns. So, um, though on the whole, everyone's obviously pro pro-vaccine. Um, so yeah, I really hate that comparison because also what it does is it's basically saying, "Oh, you vote for Brexit, you're evil." And if you go around telling people they're evil, you're never going to get them to vote for you. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you want people to vote for you, you have to win them over, not tell them that they're wrong. Um, you can tell them that they're voting the wrong way. You can't tell them that them themselves are stupid or, or, or wrong. And and, mm. and if you do that, then what's the point of campaigning? Because you know, if you're campaigning to the preached, then you know, sorry. If you camp, the, the saying is, if you're, you know, if if you're campaigning, oh, what's the converted? Ca- you know what, Alex, I, I've forgotten the saying, but don't campaign to the converted because it's um, it's a waste of time. Um, yes, you need them to get out and vote, but your supporters don't win the elections. It's winning over that oh. tiny percentage of people who flip between. That's what it's all about, and that's what people forget. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that plenty, haven't you? Yeah. So, I mean, when I'm just thinking like this, this uh, remain. Uh, I mean, I mean, the rejoin movement basically um, is probably very strong. Like, has a lot of manpower, but like, it's still in. It's like, it becomes a niche almost. Is this what you just said? Um, because I think even if there's a line or not between COVID and Brexit, um, it's certainly are two big issues of our time, of our time right now. So, um, yeah. I guess whoever wants to win Brexit also has to win COVID. Well, I, I, I don't like the ideas, the, 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 the themes mixing because. But it's politics. Uh, like you can't just have a single view on it. Yeah, I know. But the, the rejoin movement doesn't need to be commenting on vaccine rules. <laughs> Or commenting on, on, on all sorts of things. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not needed. Um, there was a half oh, you, you day. You just spent. said, uh, yeah, okay, but like you, you also need to. Hmm. Alex, I'll give you a bit I'm of an insider story here, mm-hmm. and so a um, bit, a bit of interesting news. 
on um, one of the big organizational chats somewhere back in March on April. Somebody went on a walk, took a picture of said walk. Mm-hmm. And the organizational chat of a few, uh, you know, has a, has a very broad circulation chat, um, spent four hours debating whether this person should have gone for a walk or not. I mean, it's completely distracting and uh, also just highlights how unrelated the issue is. I, mm-hmm. Winning Brexit has no correlation to whether you win the COVID argument or not, because you have to first of all oh. ask, what side do the Remainers start on the COVID argument? Are they... You know, where do they sit? And there's, there's no correlation to I believe in internationalism to I believe in medical restrictions. I mean, they're, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, you misunderstood me here, honestly, because because I'm sorry. I, um, but yeah, it's like you still mentioned an interesting aspect here. So uh, we should get away from what, what I did not want to say is uh, that you should not win the I ideological war or uh, conflict but it's more about like this, this other issues like you need to deal with Brexit right now because like you have I don't know uh, customs issues as of course like the economy uh, is affected um, plus yeah COVID at the same time slows everything down our economy our economy is not, not strong right now so you need to come up like get away from this ideological war of COVID lockdowns yes or no but still to deal with it in a very pragmatic manner and the same for Brexit. Um, you know, you need to do something about the economy. Yeah, I mean, you, you are right in that sense, yeah. But I mean, while, while the ideological debate dominates, yeah. the other one is... Exactly, so this, this, uh, it, it still is, it feels still, like you still hear a lot about these problems of the unvaccinated or like the, I don't know, like these kind of protesters, like, you know, that just don't want to do it but it's like even the media is is kind of on this ideological war between here with these things but like uh, maybe the media should also stop doing that I mean they can do whatever they want they need to sell that paper sure but yeah you know well, that's I mean? the problem like if the, the, the you know the media are always a problem but, um, you can't stop the media from doing what they're doing because then you're, you're all of a sudden you're China Okay, good. So we need more blogs. <laughs> we need more podcasts, more blogs, more citizen journalism. I mean, I'm not, you know, yeah, more. Well, this is this is what um, social media was supposed to do. But don't forget, it just sort of made everyone hate everybody a bit more. <laughs> cheery, right? Cheery. The, what, what is TikTok Churchill? When's our TikTok Churchill? <laughs> we need to we need to do that. What? What made Churchill such a good leader? I mean, that, that's a huge question, but... I mean, well, you're, you're German, right? So mm-hmm. he's not your historical leader, and quite frankly, he beat you. No. Um, yes, well, yeah, he historically seen, but uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's not. I'm just very impressed by him. It's like, okay, But well, why is he a good leader? Not to you personally, but as a whole, like... I think it was, was like, from my German perspective here, I think he... He did two extraordinary things, which is one, survive. <laughs> um, probably, it's like, I had this one joke once. Um, it's like about the, your canned beans, you know, it's like, um, 
uh, you you won the war because because of, because of that <laughs> because you put everything in cans and somehow he created this this attitude of uh, let's uh, let's put ourselves together and we're gonna make it somehow but we're gonna make it and this this is cool like he somehow he put it in a good words I think and I think he was able to to kind of even calm people down you know like this famous quote of like keep calm drink your tea or something I think it also comes from that like. This is this is something extraordinary in a war. And everybody believed it, so that was great. The other great thing I think he did is, um, yeah, I think like he he used his own experience. Um, I mean, he is he's from military, right? And so I think uh, he was also just the right guy to, yeah, just to bring all the other nations together and uh, pull on the same string, be Germany. So. You know what impresses me about him? For somebody living in today's world, not not in 1940, is that after the war, yeah, he lost some elections, but then, you know, in his speaking tours around Europe, he was all very much talking about the future and he had almost basically forgiven the war and he was talking much more about a collaborative approach. And, and that's why I respect him, because he went from war leader, warrior, to visionary for the future hmm. but a reconciliate uh, rec reconciling the reconciling the, the the horrors that happened in a way that was just better for everybody and, and not necessarily hmm. britain you know he, he was no longer talking for britain at that point he was talking for europe yeah. europe quite literally and yes yeah, so there was a pressing threat on the east at that point but still it's 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 an interesting and fascinating thing which, which actually brings us to a more interesting point of uh, what we're going to name this podcast. <laughs> um, I think you said one thing that I really liked is, well, no, it doesn't sound so great anymore, but... <laughs> well, we don't have but, to uh, use it then. <laughs> looking back at the Brexit wars. Oh, we need something more tangible like that. <laughs> um, uh, everybody wants to be a GM. Um, do you want to be Prime Minister? Everybody wants to be. Uh, let's save that title for the episode where we actually give you advice on how to do that. <laughs> um, was Churchill a good leader? Was Churchill a good leader? Come on, that's a question. Of course, no, it is. No. You'd baity though, wouldn't it? Mm. I'll figure <laughs> it out. I'll figure it out. Oh dear. Anyway, oh, nice one. Thank you very much, Alex, uh, yeah. for an interesting little insight to leadership, <laughs> the, the pre-European movement. Vacant. Leader of the pro-Europeans. No, that's terrible. That doesn't work. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah. Gosh. Anyway, happy series three. And uh, here's, to, uh, here's to the next one. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>